Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Tarot Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I am your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I do have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I am not for you. I am not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That does not mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. It is the 23rd day this year and there are 343 days left. The moon is waxing about 1.9 days old and 4% full. As we know, the next full moon will be on Sunday, February the 5th, or the day of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's go, Chiefs. Today is 1232023. I'm going to leave it at that. We're not going to get into that today because my mouth is already watering about it and. I did not put it in my notes. If I did, this whole episode would be about the numerical aspect of today, but we ain't doing that. How are you guys doing? How was your last week? I hope, uh, not even I hope, I know it was amazing. I know it was challenging, but you also made it through. Look at us. (laughs) Look at us. We're here. (laughs) Right? Um... My last week was amazing. It was amplifying. It was guiding. It was immaculate. And I feel this week is going to be the same. I'm already starting to feel some of the energies shift when we talk about this week, especially astrologically speaking. Um, This week, um, our category is... We're going to wrap up January, the theme of misconceptions, with misconceptions of spirituality and tarot. Um, But as you know, every week we do our regular degular. We're going to hit astrology, astronomy, however you want to say it, whoever you want to say it, what the fuck is going on in the sky, long story short. Then we're going to get our weekly crystal we're going to hit up some Webster, right? Because we, we got to know what we're talking about. Then we'll do the misconceptions um, of witchcraft to wrap up January's theme. Next month, we're going to be talking about what? Love. Love. Even a little bit of black history in there. Anyway, um, then we'll get into the tarot card of the week. With that being said, let's get it going. Um, So we know that this week started on the 22nd, obviously, um, but we're going to start with the transits of Monday. So today the moon will be entering into Pisces and the moon's also going to be conjunct with Saturn um, while the moon is in Aquarius. So we'll see Saturn and the moon in Aquarius uh, today. Um... Tuesday, we have uh, the sun sextiling Jupiter. Wednesday, the moon will enter into Aries and um, the moon will sextile with the sun. Thursday, Venus enters into Pisces. I put a yellow star by that. We'll get into that. If you're in the server, we'll be talking about that all on Friday. I mean, Thursday or Wednesday. Um, Friday, we have the moon entering into Taurus. Saturday is another one of those star days. Um... We have that waxing half moon in Taurus and um, the moon will also be conjunct with Uranus. So we know it's going to be, we always say conjunct, it's going to be standing right next to that joker. Um, mm. On Sunday, it'll be pretty busy astrologically speaking on Sunday. Why do you say that, Kristen? I'll tell you. One moment, please. On the 29th, it's going to be busy, busy, busy in the sky. And you guys know that um, we talk Sunday to Monday on this podcast. I know. I know. 
excuse me, Monday to Sunday on this podcast. It's because on Sundays I'm just prepping and why not? Let's be different. Shit. Anyway, Sunday the 29th, um, it's going to be busy. We got a lot of shit going on. Um, after the moon squares Saturn on Sunday, um, it will square Saturn until the moon enters into Gemini on Monday. Okay. So, um, if you got some late night shit to do on Sunday, do it on Sunday because your ass won't be able to sleep on Sunday. Um, if you are affected by planetary movements, your ass will be the fuck awake on Sunday, the 29th. Mark my word, put it in your calendar. Kristen, what the fuck does all of this mean? Uh, Don't worry, I'll tell you. (laughs) I'll tell you. Um, After the last few weeks, obviously, we've been hustling and bustling and trying to get our shit together for the new year, you know? New bitch, new me. I mean, new year, new me. Um, So after this hustle and bustle, we'll, we'll feel this week kind of be very, very mellow. It's going to be gentle because of the fleeting transits. Um, Instead of feeling like we're go, go, going, getting aligned, um, getting ready or prepping even for the year, uh, the vibe is going to be a little bit more subtle and a little bit more cozy, um, inching toward certain actions so it is a preparation but like more of a gentle preparation um the whole work week's going to be auspicious especially for team endeavors negotiations um if if you're pitching new clients brainstorming or doing tasks that require a lot of concentration okay um Everything this week will be done without like a sense of tendom and dread and drear and dreary. Why the fuck did I write that? And I can't even say it right. Um, dreary. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then on Thursday, we have Venus entering into Pisces where it's going to be there until the 20th of February, right? Um, but this entire period will infuse a sense of sweet sentimental bliss. And, um, we could even see ourselves approaching love differently. Um, especially for singles, right? Especially for singles, we could see ourselves getting into some relationships or actually like lowering our guard and not being a little shit and pushing everybody away that wants to, anyway, um, It'll be a very enthusiastic enthusiastic weekend as well. Um, this week, because it is so gentle and it is um, so relaxed and cozy, try not to make any firm plans uh, in advance, but let yourself go with the flow and explore and discover the possibilities. <laughs> um, overall advice this week... Um, Make sure that you're relaxing. Um, Take this time because it's going to be so calm and the transits are in your favor to really um, catch up, right, before we get too far behind. Um, Turn on the romance. (laughs) And then also, like, do some spontaneous things to spice it up. Okay? Okay? Um, And then on... Sunday, which I already said, we mentioned confirmation burp. We mentioned this last week. Um, on Sunday, we have said that twice. Anyway, the sun shining in Mars, excuse me, the sun in Aquarius shining with Mars and Gemini. Um, who said that you can't paint the town red on a Sunday? Huh? It'd be a shame to sit in the house on that Sunday, the 29th. As I said before, right? Maybe go out, go to brunch, get fucked up, be out all night, do it. (laughs) So to assist with um, all of our astrological happenings and transits and lunations um the crystal that i chose for this week is one of my faves tried and true carnelian um 
Oh, I have changed my perspective. And let me say, let me say it like this. Before, I'd be like, oh, that's like a basic 101. Eh, Like, she's such a basic baddie. Honestly, no. It's how you're using it. I was the basic baddie using it. Uh, you know, like, clear quartz, amethyst, obsidian, like, everybody's like, oh, those are, like, basic, like, those are 101. Yeah, they're 101, bitch, but we take that throughout our whole practice. So, I feel also that carnelian is one of those 101 stones, and I will, um, put all of this information in the server, so you are able to, um, look at the infos, all of that jazz, um, shameless plug make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com to join the discord server where you'll find a whole bunch of information Mm. anyway back to the crystal so um the crystal is carnelian it is um great for our solar plexus our sacral sacral and our root it's going to be activating those lower uh shots and um we know what that means sex 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 i'm kidding no i'm not maybe Mm. so it's of the planets mars and the sun we know that mars is about self-defense action or it's even like your own personal swat team right that energy then we also have the sun which is basically like mm, our executive director of being or our ego um the zodiac signs that it represents taurus cancer leo virgo we know that it's of the element fire um the colors are orange red milky orange light orange and it is of the sacred number five and six we know that five relates to personal freedom independence individualism um adaptability change lessons learned through experiences all of that long story short change and then we know six is about beauty and love um even uh about being charmed or being able to conquer it's about confidence right um we also know that six is represent is um venus the planet of love and beauty right anyway on the hardness scale um she ranges she ranges on the hardness scale she ranges from a three to a 6.5 so be careful she might go soft on you related crystals are bloodstone bumblebee jasper sardonyx garnet and pyrite um carnelian is an orangish reddish variety of chalcedony but can also be found nearly all black and is one of the most popular members of the quartz family it comes from the medieval word cornel the medieval latin word cornolius Mm, anyway which is (laughs) which is in reference to the carnelian cherry a plant species native in south europe carnelian can be found all over the world with civilizations through history providing that for us through us today most of the carnelian species of specimens excuse me on the market come out of brazil uganda madagascar and india Mm -hmm. and i I just found this out today there is another um crystal um called sard carnelian and sard are nearly identical and there's no exact defining characteristics of the two um the rougher and the denser pieces of the chalcedony are referred to as sard but like people don't know the difference and it's hard to tell so yeah in history in history napoleon to the prophet muhammad would wear carnelian in egypt in egyptian times uh the deceased would be adorned with carnelian necklaces symbolizing the blood of isis and their protection in the afterlife what yeah um during the japan iron age 300 a.d the deceased were found with carnelian amulets around their neck the 29th chapter of the book of the dead in egypt is notably inscribed in a tablet of carnelian both napoleon and i 
Oh, no, no, no. That's not, that's not what it says. Uh, Back up, back up, back up. Both Napoleon the first and the second. I was like, Napoleon and I, bitch, what? Anyway, Napoleon the first and the second wore a seal of carnelian during their ruler. Furthermore, the prophet Muhammad was said to have worn a ring of carnelian on his little finger on his right hand. And if you didn't know, our little fingers represent relationships. Um, A ring on your little finger um, represents confidence, biz uh, in business personal relationships and signifies strength um as well as um passion right look it up look it up um the strength and energy of this stone like mm, remarkable qualities i say 10 out of 10 recommend um three chakras activate right when we are using carnelian and it will send us into like a personal will kick drive almost right like we're talking about courage passion power are like those are what's pulled to the forefront when we use this stone um carnelian and Leaders over time have conquered, you know, this is what they say, you know, if we, you know, this is what they say. We don't know, right? I'm reading what you're reading. Anyway, but it is said that Carnelian has shaped and changed the entire landscape and um, the entire world today due to the influence that it's had over societies and the rulers in those societies, right anyway excuse me i did not mean to do that i forgot last week i did not cut that out and i was like anyway (laughs) among um our lower chakra systems not only is it a great energy boost for those systems um but it's also great to release that sexual energy right it power its power goes far beyond the act of sex itself right um because we know that sometimes withholding our sexual energy and transmuting it for our own good is more beneficial than releasing it on or in your own personal gratifications right most important is that you use the energy. Let me not even say that. Let me not even say that. And I'm not going to cut that out. Um, you could manifest your dreams and desires with Carnelian if you know how to transmute that energy. And I'm going to leave it at that. Meditate on that hoe if, if that didn't make sense to you. I'm going to keep it moving. Um... But also, like, it does help increase the flow to those lower chakras. Um, Where can you put it, right? Like, place it in your workspace, right? Um, So you can harness those ideas. You can harness that power, transmute that energy. Um, Also, um, it's good for young people because they can bring things into fruition faster. Their energy is more innocent and pure. <laughs> um, I love working with Carnelian. It makes me feel invincible. You guys always see I have my Carnelian bracelet on. And I charge that hoe all the time. Because, baby, I know we ain't here to talk about me. But, baby, mm, um what did I write here? Do you do what you want? However you want being called to work with crystals. Oh, oh, okay. I know I said that. Um, just because Carnelian, this is the things that I gave you about Carnelian doesn't mean that that is how you have to work with Carnelian. You can work with Carnelian any, in any way that you want to. I just work here. I'm just the messenger. This is my understanding. And honestly, you should be doing your own research. If I'm your only source, honey, honey, if I'm your only source, you're doomed. 
I could be lying to you. I could be pulling all of this out of my ass every single week, which I tell you guys this every week, right? You should be fact-checking my ass. I could be lying to your ass. Am I? I don't know, maybe. Um, But work with the crystal how you want, just because this is the information that I'm giving you. This is how it's resonating with me to give to my collective this week. Make sure you're doing your own research, Okay that that's what we went into that mini rant about um oh also shameless plug for all of your crystal needs make sure you head over to crystalpisces.com it will be linked in the prescription box below um it will be linked in this prescription box below um i went a little crazy last week every week uh crystal pisces does the live stream crystal show at 7 p.m eastern standard time on instagram again that's crystal pisces studios.com make sure you head over there and check it out amazing crystals amazing woman black owned operated mm, great soul star seed love 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 I have to remember I need to calm down when I be shameless plugging because, bitch, I'll plug that hoe into everything. So to wrap up, I'm sad. I'm not sad, actually. I'm ready to talk about other shit now. Um, to wrap up the misconceptions um, theme, since it's going to be the last week in January, technically. Next week, we only have three days in January. So next week is a February week. Um... We're going to wrap up misconceptions, right? And we are going to talk about, again, misconceptions of tarot slash witchcraft. And you know, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to me. So I I have to look at the dictionary. What did I Google first? Witchcraft. And if you don't want any of this, skip along, skip along, skip along. I'll see you later on in the podcast, right? Just skip it. Whatever. Anyway, so we started with witchcraft. Only one definition came up. One definition. The practice of magic, especially evil purposes, especially for evil purposes. The use of spells. That's the only thing that came up with witchcraft. Okay. Similar words. Sorcery. Black magic. What did I click? Sorcery. You guessed it. The use of magic, especially black magic. Similar words. Witchcraft. Wizardly. Black magic. Fuck wizardry. I didn't want to use that one. I clicked black magic. You guys know because I don't I don't type anything after that first word. I just use my links. I, I use my links. So then we have black magic. Magic involving the supposed invocation of evil spirits or evil purposes. Similar words. And then I had a whole bunch of pictures and I'm like... Ugh y'all ain't shit like i was like what the fuck this is how this is how that shit starts this is how people get misinformed based on pictures and shit that any oh, nope. i told myself i wasn't gonna rant on this topic um similar words sorcery magic witchcraft wizardry guess what we chose again because they be playing around sometimes on the interwebs we chose witchcraft again Well, surprise, surprise, we got one with four definitions, three definitions, right? Witchcraft, the original one, the practice of magic, especially for evil purposes, the use of spells. Then we have a religious practice involving magic and affinity with nature, usually within the pagan tradition. Then we have bewitching or fascinating attraction or charm. Wow, they changed changed up real quick. Um, similar words to that. Spell, sorcery, black magic. We already did sorcery, we already did black magic. Wasn't really fucking with it. So I clicked on spell. A form of words used as a magical charm or incantation. Okay. So then we had incantation, charm, abracadabra, runes and tarot and then i was like whoa 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 two for one baby i don't even gotta start the tarot search two for fucking one tarot this tripped me out a little bit this tripped me out playing cards traditionally a pack of 78 with five suits used for fortune telling and especially europe 
especially in Europe. In certain games, the suits are typically swords, cups, coins, or pentacles, batons, or wands, and a permanent suit of trump. A card game played with tarot cards. A tarot card. So then these are the words that are underneath it that are similar, but they're blacked out, which was confusing to me because I couldn't black them out. And then when I went to search fortune telling or the other words that were blacked out, none of this came up. So the words that were similar, that were blacked out, that you can't, you can't click on to use, were fortune telling, divining, fortune telling the future, forecasting the future, which all of those are blacked out. The only one that you can click on from that is divining. So I clicked on that hoe, but divining didn't even come up. Divination came up and I was like, bet again, two for one. The practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. Okay, I'm going to read that again. And then we're, I'm going to read that again. The practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. The suffix is mancy. Right? Mancy, divination by specific mean. We know what divination means. So then under divination, it literally said the divine or said divine. That was like one of the only ones under there. And maybe this is curated for me. And maybe they're like, fuck that bitch. We're only going to give her this much because she knows how to read sometimes. Anyway, so then we have divine. This hoe had eight definitions under it. And I'm going to read them all to you. I'm going to make it quick, though, so we can get going into these misconceptions. Um, divine, adjective, of, from, or like God or a God. Similar words, godly, godlike, angelic, saintly, and spiritual. Okay, the second definition, devoted to God, sacred, similar, religious, holy, sacred, sanctified consecrated blessed the third excellent or delightful lovely handsome beautiful good-looking pre prepossessing i don't know what that means anyway um then we have a cleric or feel or theologian a clergyman churchman theologian next we have province or god Next, we have discovering something by guesswork or intuition. Next, we have to have supernatural or magical insight into future events. Next, we have the discovering of water by dowsing. That's also what divine means. When I tell you, I was like, this it, This is how it all starts. This is how it all starts sometimes, in my opinion, right? Like, it's making me itch. I don't know if you just heard me itch. Like, it makes me itch. Like, I, I think that I don't necessarily know if it's frustration, but this is why I tell you to use multiple resources. Um, we literally went from, and again, I'm just clicking words that are similar, right and obviously they're similar they're they're synonyms of each other otherwise they wouldn't be next to each other we know separation by six degrees da, 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 all that shit yes i get it shut the fuck up but how do we go from witchcraft the practice of magic especially for evil purposes only using similar links in one two three four one two three four five so four not even four and a half degrees of separation we got to something that is to have supernatural or magical insight to of from or like god so we went from something evil to of from or like god 
do you see the puzzle pieces that I am putting together? Why it it's um, an understanding that we have to use multiple resources. I mean, Jesus turned water to wine. If that isn't, you know, anyway. So some of the misconceptions about witchcraft and tarot that I have, um, some of them we already touched on, but, you know, we're going to touch on them again. Mm, that sounded weird. Um, we're going to circle back to them. And um, I was about to say it again. Anyway, so some of the misconceptions. Huh? Some of the misconceptions. Um, it's evil and dark. I, I said this last time. It can be. It depends on how you practice and who's practicing. It can be very dark. It can be evil. Um, I, I feel like we always hear about the negative before we hear about the positive. We always hear about what went wrong before what went right. And that's just our society as a whole. Like, it's the same thing. Even, like, think about it on the level of social media. We always see negative things going viral before we see positive things going viral. Um, we're always going to hear it to ensue that fear or to ensue some kind of, um, superiority. Okay? Is it evil and dark where you worship the devil? So you can. It can be. Some do. Everybody? No. Silly. Sit your ass down. Right? Um, the next one, me and my mutual had a deep ass conversation about this and, um, it, it opened my eyes to a lot. And this is no disrespect to anybody that practices, um, in this way or in this form, this is no, uh, disrespect. This is just me openly thinking, freely thinking, and please sound off, shoot me an email, join the server, start a conversation, um, help further educate me, you know, for based off of my sayings or findings, because bitch, everybody can be educated. Like everybody can gain knowledge from somebody else's experience. Okay. Let me say that. Um, so you have to work with a deity, right? Deity slash God, right? No, you don't. It depends on your practice, right? You don't have to. And I think um, from my understanding Everybody's going to work with the deity in a different way. So you can't tell them how that deity wants them to work with them. Okay. It's, um, I forgot what, um, somebody that I followed calls it. They're like, they call them like deity cults. And it's basically somebody that's just like, you have to do this, this, and this if you want it. But it's, it, it's not true, especially to those that have been practicing a while. And that is why I tell us to be careful with the information that we consume. Anybody could post anything. Anybody can create anything for consumption, right? Look at me. I got this damn podcast. <laughs> I got this damn podcast, right? Maybe you're a deity. How do you know you're not a god, Right? How how do you, how do you know that you weren't told that you had to X Y and Z, right? How do you know that you're not one of the deities or a piece of that deity that others are worshiping or practicing with, and that is what's giving you energy and life to hold your practice? Again, open your mind. I'm just saying, and please further educate me if you have more information. Join the server, pr prompt a question. Like, let's talk about it because, you know, this is how we build understanding, right? By teaching each other. So that's mine on that. That's mine on that. Um, you have to cast spells slash work with the moon right? Do whatever the fuck you want. Do what you want. Practice with how or what your energy is telling you to do. 
practice your being practice your existence if that's what your existence wants then do it but you don't have to do shit right i i literally somebody joined my mentorship program and was like I'm so sad. Like, what can I do to make up for not working with the last new moon, the full moon? Like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to cast spells anymore since I didn't work with it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? I asked them if I could share as well. They said yes. So, mm, mm. I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, yeah, like I was told that I have to work with the new moon. I have to work with the full moon. Like I have to work with these lunar cycles and I have to cast a spell at least once a month or I'll lose my powers. And I'm like, do you have a vagina? They were like, yeah. And I was like, you'll never lose your power, babe, unless you give it away to somebody. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) You have to make sacrifices or blood sacrifices. I... I cracked myself up. I literally wrote, sacrifice this dick, maybe. (laughs) And I know my mutual that helps with this podcast be reading my notes and is like, what the fuck? And they're always like, what does this mean? And I'm like, it'll make sense in my head, but it doesn't. So then I'm here recording and I'm like, sacrifice this dick, maybe. (sighs) This is what I have to say when it comes to sacrifices. Again, do what you want. You don't have to sacrifice shit. But the biggest sacrifice, and yes, I said but, the biggest sacrifice is releasing and unlearning what you think you know. That. Sacrifice what you think you know and throw that hoe away. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Okay? Hmm. Okay? Um, This is my favorite one, and it's a one-liner, and I'm going to leave it at that. Misconceptions about witchcraft. They burned all the witches. Did they though? <laughs> Did they? All I'm saying is the smart ones would not allow themselves to get burned. All I'm saying is if they did, then what? Moving on. So then we go into the misconceptions of terror of tarot um it has to how do you say tarot you can say tarot tarot it's not tarot like no right like people think you have to say it one way i say witch bitch tarot right witch bitch tarot but i'm also like yes i do tarot say that shit how you want as long as it's not carrot or tarot like don't be so hard on yourself like y'all bitches want all these fucking rules don't follow half of all and anyway um that tarot is 100% accurate nothing is 100% accurate when we talk about divination because it can always change once you know or have an understanding of what is to come you have the potential to change it I could literally be like, yo, you're going to spill the water on your dress. And then you're like, fuck, I'm not going to get this dress because I'm going to spill water on it. And you wear pants all day, right? And you said, ha, 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 you were going to spill your water on my dress. Then the next day you put on a fucking dress and spill all your water. Be like, yeah, bitch, I didn't say what day, but I did say it would happen. So when we talk about accuracy in that sense, it's about your interpretation and your understanding. So it can never be 100% accurate. I literally just wrote no. I just wrote no. Um, Sacrifice. 
<laughs> you have to buy your own deck. Okay. I understand why. I understand why this is a misconception. And Loki, I'd be like, mm, okay, yeah, I concur. Um, I, I, okay, I gotta look at the time because I literally wrote, do not rant. <laughs> you have to buy your own deck. No. Yes, but no. Um, before I was a hundred percent, you can buy your own deck, which I still feel that way. Um, but now I'm like, shit. Yeah, that was, you hear what you heard what I said. (laughs) It's just like anybody can pick up a deck now, especially on social medias, especially with whatever, and say that they are an acclaimed tarot reader and they have been practicing for fucking two weeks, right? I think that you will be more connected with a deck if somebody purchased it for you. I think that it is definitely meant for you if somebody purchased it for you because they saw your energy in that deck. Um, I see why it's something that is a misconception because honestly, like half these bitches out, you know, mm, mm, keep it cute, keep it cute, keep it cute. <laughs> Look, some people don't have no damn business out here practicing and needed to be gifted a deck in order for them to start tarot and start their practice. Okay. Um, I'm gonna leave it at that because I don't, I don't want to get too deep into this because I can go on for 43 minutes. Um, another misconception, you have to remember each card. No, like a lot of people are like, it's so hard for me to learn tarot. Well, you're not learning it. You're memorizing it at that point, right? Uh, I I like to tell people I'm giving y'all some free game. Get a pen, paper, write this down. When we're first learning tarot, practicing tarot, stop trying to remember each card. It's not a practice, right? It's homework at that point. Start attaching because we want to be evolving with our deck. Attach our experiences. Attach people. Attach places. Uh, So it doesn't become mundane and it doesn't become almost robotic because we have an emotion attached to it. We have an experience attached to it. We have a person attached to it. And as we are growing and evolving and understanding the journey of the fool and all of their details, our understandings and experiences and people and places for each of those cards, emotions for those cards are also going to evolve. Okay. Um. Do you need to practice tarot every day? No. Somebody came to me and was like, I've been, I've been trying to memorize these cards for two weeks and I can't. And I'm like, you, you don't know how this works, obviously. Like energetically speaking, uh, are you going to walk a dog for two weeks and not give them food or water or let them rest? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay. Okay. Um, there are cards that are good and there are cards that are bad. No. (laughs) I wrote self equals actions equals emotions equal mental. Oh, I, I know what that means. So, um. Just because if we're talking about the neutrality of things, correct, as above, so below, uh, we have to start learning to understand or live or be or exist in that zone of neutrality, right? I I like to kind of, you know, put a bow tie on that when we're talking about spirituality. Um, No, there's not a good card versus a bad card. And, um, that's one of the first things I teach in my classes 
just because it's in reverse, it does not mean the opposite. And that's how you know who is practicing tarot versus doing tarot. Just because that card is in the reverse doesn't mean that it is the opposite. Doesn't mean that it's a good card. Doesn't mean that it's a bad card. Remember, these are details and events and experiences and emotions to help guide us. Right? There is no good or bad card. It's exactly... It's for what you need to hear or meant to hear to help you align with your higher self, right? That's why I, um, I, I see myself being more aware of those who are doing tarot than practicing it, Okay. Uh, but there's also a lot of people that are seeking that instant gratification. And if you allow yourself to accept anything, that's how we get that understanding. Excuse me, confirmation burp of good cards versus bad cards. And that's a wrap on January's misconceptions. <laughs> Um, I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> so perfect example. Our card of the week is the three of swords. This is, that was perfect. Perfect segue. Card of the day. Excuse me. The card of the week is the three of swords. Um, this is not a good card or a bad card. This is not the opposite when it's right side up. It's not the opposite when it's reversed. Um, the Three of Swords, is a, uh, for me, it's about understanding. It's about an expression of emotion. Um, it, it's about um, it, It's about where you are mentally more than anything. Um, so let's get into it. An ace pierced by three swords is what the card looks like. Um, there's a stormy sky with rain falling from the clouds in the background. The card, this card invokes an immediate negative response. The image indicates problems with the relationship. It is one of the few tarot cards which has negative meanings upright and reverse. Okay, again, negative, not good or bad. Just negative. Divinatory meeting, upright, tears, separation, quarrel, civil, and potential strife, delay, or division. The three of swords indicates that things are not going well in your personal life or foretells a problem arising in the near future. Be prepared for emotional upset, arguments, and quarrel. Sometimes the three of swords shows the end of a close relationship, be it platonic or sexual, or this card can herald temporary short separation with a partner. If this card relates to a wider circumstance, the three of swords tells of disarray on a larger scale, either civil or political strife. In worst case scenario, the three of swords can even mean war is coming. In reverse, I think the three of swords in reverse is, um, it, it's one of those self cards, right? It, it's more pointed towards self. Mental annihilation, distraction, confusion, conf confusion, loss, sorrow, upheaval. You are too caught up in your own mental turmoil to see the bigger picture. It is time to snap out of it and see what is going on in the greater world. Everything seems far worse than it is. Any losses you are facing or have faced will not be as bad as you thought, although they will still have an impact. Okay. 
So again, this is one that it, it doesn't mean the opposite when it's in reverse or upright. In this case, the Three of Swords, when it's upright, is more about everybody else affecting you, relationships, right? Um, but when we're talking about it in reverse, it, it's that you're causing it. You you are the problem. So um, I know like when I'm doing certain reads or depending on what like questions arise during a reading, especially if I get that three of swords in reverse, I'm like, bitch, you're the problem. It's you. It's you. Okay. Ooh. Um... The empowering question this week is delightful. It's delightful. And I want you to think about it. You don't have to answer it today, tomorrow, next week, next month. Just something to think about. What is something that you should let go of to be able to move forward? What is something you should be able to let go of to oh what is something you should let go of to be able to move forward? Okay. Um I hope you guys have an amazing week. Not even hope. I know y'all y'all bitches are going to have an amazing week. Uh, I you know I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Thank you for listening. Make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com to see everything I have to offer. Also booking your private sessions. All of the links in the description box will be below that I mentioned um throughout the podcast. So make sure that you check that out. Um also, don't forget, until Valentine's Day, you can gain access to my Discord server for free. Um, she's a gem. She's a fucking gem, okay? Um, again, that is going to be on witchbitchtarot.com. As you know, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Anyway, as you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be Bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, motherfucker, I do not sell owls, so stop asking.